My guest for episode 56 is Mandy Thompson. Mandy is an artist who has found life and sanity through her journaling practice. She shares journaling with those of us searching for a way to weave self-care and soul care into our daily lives. In this interview, we talk about creativity and different types of art, and we talk about how journaling, uh, visual and written, can help with emotional health and spiritual health. I hope you enjoy this conversation with Mandy. All right. Thank, thanks for coming on the podcast, Mandy. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I've been looking forward to this conversation uh, to, to learn more about how journaling can help with um, mental health, emotional health, um, and spiritual health. Um, and I've been also uh, wanting to uh, talk to you about art uh, yes. and, and creativity. Yes, uh, be, before we dive into those topics, could you share with listeners a little bit about your background? Yeah, I can. It's kind of a winding road. Um, I am spent most of my life, as you can probably hear in my accent, in Southeast Georgia. Um, <clears throat> and in that time, I have been in multiple creative arenas in terms of visual arts, music, uh, worship leading in, in church settings and ministry settings. Most of my life has been in a ministry environment up until probably uh, 10 years ago in my early 30s. And, and in that time, I transitioned to focusing more on art. That was also when I fell deep into journaling and um, worked out a lot of my mental health worries through journaling and through art and then became a mom started started our family so like I said winding but there have been some definite threads throughout mental health has been a big thread throughout uh, creativity as a uh, as a tool as a resource for my emotional expression has been huge and and really just having having a heart to to serve people, to help make the world better, my world better, our world, our immediate community, mm. uh, make it better and contribute something. And, and in this time, a lot of that is going into my family and my daughters. And secondarily, it's going into teaching journaling in various angles. But one angle that I'm very interested in right now is journaling as a spiritual practice, as a soul care practice. Mm. So, which I'm, you know, I'm sure we'll get into that. Yeah. Oh, and I'm a, and I'm a pastor's wife. So <laughs> yes. That brings its own color to the story. So you're, you guys are, are very busy. Uh, your, your, your weeks, I'm sure have been full yes. and, uh, and uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, uh, ask a, a little bit about how the last couple of years have been, but let, I want to go back to the, um, uh, your background as a, a worship leader and musician, and then how, how did you kind of make the transition from f focusing on um, on music or, right. or that role to more uh, uh, being more focused with with your your visual arts? That was actually a, a bit of a natural transition. It was a transition that I saw coming, and it happened in. The, the professional transition happened 
at the same time that I became a mom. Uh, one of the things that we wanted to do was provide hands-on parenting for our daughters. They, they came to, to us through foster care. So when we added them to our family, um, we added them in a way that we really wanted to make sure they were home. They were with, they were with, um, a caregiver, you know, a, a, and, and, and they had that stability and they had that smallness for a little while. And, um, and that in that transition, that was when I was also able to in my free time, which, you know, there's not much of that, but in my free time, spend it in my journal, spend it painting, um, getting acrylic on my fingers and on my clothes and really just using that as a cathartic and emotional release for me to help me jump back into whatever parenting required of me. So the transition was natural in timing with our family. Mm. The, the way you described uh, that getting into your, your paints and your, and your art, it, it sounds like that, that was a huge part of like self-care. Uh, Absolutely. At, at, at that time. Um, yeah. And if anybody's familiar with art, it, it, it does play a role in um, dopamine and serotonin increase. You know, it's in a similar way that, that um, athletes experience a bit of a high, it's not the endorphins, but it does elevate your overall mood and your sense of well-being. It has real chemical effects in your brain. So self-care for sure. Mm. And so are you self-trained uh, as an artist or, or did, did you go to school for? Yes, I, I am, I would say in the category of, of self-taught artists, visual artists, although I would say in my entire professional career, I've done creative work. So the creative process is something that you can apply to music, you can apply to uh, program planning, you can apply it to um, building a worship service, and you can apply it to um, creating journaling courses or, you know, obviously doing visual art. So I would just say I'm a professional creative who's worn many hats in the past 20, 25 years. Oh, I, I love that. So I, I um, uh, one, one key thing that I've, I've been trying to grow in probably the last eight, eight years, eight, 10 years is in, in the area of creativity. So, mm -hmm. um, for someone maybe who's, who's, um, wanting to ex uh, explore, uh, the area of creativity would, um, what are some, uh, tips or, or pointers that you have, uh, Mandy for, uh, becoming more creative? I would say more than anything, follow your curiosity, um, follow your aesthetic in terms of do you like movement? Would it be dance? Do you like sound? Would it be music? Do you like um, visual? And in that sense, would it be art? Would it be two-dimensional? Would it be three-dimensional? What is your aesthetic and what are you, what are you drawn to? Or, or what do you feel like you could, what do you feel like you could, you could put your hand to and you can make it happen? Um, and so from there, trusting that you do have a creative element to your self, to your, to your state of being primarily one, because we're, we were made in the image of God and God as a creator, he's, he's crazy. I mean, some of these animals that we have, I mean, we live in Southeast Georgia and the sand nets are like, what were you thinking? So you, you know, you've got, we've got some 
we've got some margin to get to get nuts with whatever it is that we're trying to do. And we've been made to be creative. So why not? Even a bad idea is okay in the mm-hmm. universe. So go for it. And then also to realize really, Savon, I like I like to distill creativity to problem solving because we understand problem solving, right? Mm-hmm. And if and if we understand creativity simply as an expressive form of problem solving, an aesthetic form of problem solving, then that's something that, that can be accessible to everybody. Mm. So when I, when I approach a canvas, I am solving the problem of wanting to create something beautiful and I'm an abstract painter. So I like the chaos and I like to play with the chaos until it turns into something that is controlled, that is calm, that is balanced. And so I'm, when I approach the canvas, I'm solving that problem. I'm solving micro problems of what colors to use, how, where do I apply them, what line work to use. Mm-hmm. And so if you think of creativity as problem solving, it's not so intimidating. Okay. Yeah. The, when I see your art, you share it uh, often on, on social media. Uh, I don't understand what's going on sometimes, <laughs> but it, it, it always, uh, it always creates like a, a like a, a mood or an emotional reaction when, when I Absolutely. see the things that you, 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 you share. And so it helps me to understand that, that you've, that, that problem solving, uh, mindset. Um, and for, for, for me kind of transitioning from, science like uh, i i studied biology and mm-hmm. have always um i've taken and, and been in the medical field for for almost 30 years now um trying to to shift that to to the more uh, creativity it it mm-hmm. the bridge that that helps that approaching it as a problem uh um having a problem solving mindset that i i think that'll that'll help. I'll have to, to, to chew on that because mm-hmm. I'm always trying to creatively work with, in, with couples or individuals in the counseling, um, realm. Yes. Um, and, um, and, and there's always, pro- you know, often people come with, with certain problems that they, that's why they're there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, uh, tr- trying to, um, you know, f- creatively find ways to, get get into their hearts and integrate make sense of like what's going on in their in their world or their current circumstances yeah and but what's going on in their soul and their spirit um in in their hearts make mm-hmm. sense of the story that they've that, that they're going through um right yeah and for 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 me like art it, it it's it's beautiful but it's not just like sunny and bright Maybe it's because mm-hmm. I live here in Portland and it's always gray and cloudy and raining. Um, <laughs> but for me, beauty is in like, like kind of the messy and the dark stuff. Right. Um, I, I spend so much time with folks that are struggling with depression um, or, mm-hmm. or pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and e- even in like hard things and even in suffering, there, there, there's, there's beauty. Um, yes. And, and creativity and art help remind us uh, of that. Or for me, it's, it's just hopeful. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's part of the charge 
of artists and musicians and dancers is to portray the human experience and the, really the human struggle. Um, but but turn it into something beautiful. It's a re- it's a redemptive process. We I feel like we really are called to a type of a creative redemption, not not as saviors, but as um, as representatives, as mirrors, as witnesses, as witnesses. Uh, and so, you know, I think it's interesting that so many creative types are also the melancholy types. We like to get in our fields and just roll around, you know, and we're not afraid of the hard conversations or the hard topics or the hard emotions. And as much as that can feel like a curse, I think ultimately it's a blessing because we're, we're, we're able to take a hard look at it and then digest it and turn it into something beautiful. Mm, yeah. For, for you, Mandy, how, how has that been received um, in your, like your friendships or, or at at church? Like the, um, well, just your willingness to, to do that. I, I think it's okay. I, um, I really think it's okay. I think, Hmm. I think people are refreshed by having spiritual leaders who are willing to say this is rough or who are willing to talk about their own journey with with mental health and you know you need you need a spiritual leader who's going to say the brain is an organ and it's not just about praying more <laughs> it's about taking care of your body it's about listening to what's manifesting in your body it's about um getting the medical and the therapeutic help that you need and there's nothing necessarily spiritually wrong with you. It's just something that's going on. Um, I think people, I think people can see through the lies and can see through the toxic positivity that sometimes comes in faith circles. And I think they're refreshed by hearing someone say, okay, this is gross. This is hard. This is tricky. This is complicated. This is natural. This is medical. Um, you know, and and telling the truth about the human experience. So Hmm. I have not really experienced um, a great deal of pushback or criticism for telling the truth about life. Hmm. Yeah, that, that, that's great. I, I was, um, I've been reading a a book about uh, Enneagram types, um, Ian Cron's uh, latest one and Mandy, for for the last 10 years i've been telling myself i'm a seven and i'm realizing i'm a four (laughs) hello brother hello (laughs) i i i I realized that uh, and that's new to me i mean like in the last two weeks what is it that tipped you to go oh gosh maybe i'm a four so i i i i've been uh like reading mostly and focusing on like the seven Cause like, Oh, that must be, you know, that's me. Um, but I, when I read the four chapter this time mm. and I've read a couple books on Enneagram, it's not like this is the first time, but for some reason it just really hit me that, that no, that that's, that's, that's me. And that's, that's actually, uh, how I've, uh, I've felt since I was like five, six, seven years old, mm. you know? Um, and oh, oh, actually, one thing that reminded me is we visited uh, our uh, 
um, some new friends uh, at church who are missionaries uh, to, to Cambodia. And uh, talking with them uh, helped me remember when, when I was a, a kid. And like, and then it helped me remember like junior high, high school, college. Uh, yeah. It's like, wait, like at my core, that that's more the, 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 the feelings and the thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so when I read that chapter, I was like, okay, that that's why the, the kind of the core motivator for, for, right. for seven, it never really resonated with me about yeah. how I'm like sevens or, or like trying to um, like stay positive and, and um, avoid feelings and um, that, like dark emotions. <laughs> and and I'm like, important. wait, wait, like behaviorally, like I'm, you know, uh, as an extrovert, I, I, I might look like a seven, but my heart inside is, is, is totally like a, a, a four. Okay. Um, and so, uh, so this is kind of new to me. And so now you could like, you know, you, it's obvious to you, but it's like, well, that's, that's why I'm interested in creativity <laughs> and I want and, to write <laughs> and helping in helping people. And you're not afraid of hard conversations and yeah. you're not, you know, you're not, you're not, you don't shy away from the difficult stuff of life. Absolutely. That's total four, four right. all the way. Right. <laughs> so I was like, and that, and, and, and then, um, when I became a counselor or when, oh no, before that, when, when I went to grad school, to, to become a counselor. And then we are talking about being authentic and, you know, going to group counseling <laughs> with my classmates. And we're talking about every, talking about our stuff. It's like, ah, I have found my people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and this, well, this is what is, I should be doing with my, I life. love it. And this is, <laughs> this is classic second half of life. You know, this you you sound like you're in the, you're in the turn in a lot of ways. And it's coming all the way down to like the core of who you are. Like it, all that we get it, you know, God's calling out the absolute truest, truest nature of you and, and express, you know, express that to the world, give that to the world. Right. Yeah. Mm. And, and, you know, I'm turning 52 this year. It's kind of one of those things where, boy, it would have been nice to recognize this 10 or 15 years ago, but yes. um, I'm, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, grateful for the the journey and mm-hmm. and and ho- hopeful for whatever time i i have left uh yeah. to yeah to uh, here's here's one thing i've been meditating on uh th- this week mandy is uh you know the when when people talk about uh camping or backpacking mm-hmm. and or or visiting somewhere and they say like uh leave leave the place better then mm-hmm. um um this this world is n- not home mm. I, I i've been reflecting on that especially mm-hmm. with what's going on in ukraine um right. and i i want to make this world better a better place than um um you know be, be, when i leave that i want it to be better than yeah um than when i came um and and i think we we do that through relationships but we also do that through art mm-hmm. we do that w- with what we create and share mm-hmm. with the world mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and the so so how how did you mandy um start sharing your art 
because because a, a lot of people journal a lot of people kind of like right. write music or or but 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 how do you take the step of like saying like i i am an artist and right and i'm gonna put it out there well savon that is a that's a complicated question because um you know as a four we are we can be very others oriented and as an empath, you know, I'm very in tune with everybody around me and what's happening. And I, and I have a drive to, like you said, leave the world better. And so I want to, I want to make a difference. I want to, I want to do something that matters, not just in terms of my life, but in terms of my community. And as a, as a musician yes. and as a worship leader in a church environment, my creativity, my creativity was geared to serve others. And not in a bad way, but it was performative in a sense. And I, and I kind of, I don't, I don't know a better word for it, but it was service and it was in front of people and it was public. Um, maybe I should say it instead of performative, I should say public. And so my creativity, I was already kind of used to that, huh, that getting up in front of people aspect, which is so uncomfortable. I really, it's very hard. I'm not, I'm not an extrovert and I really don't like eyes on myself, but oh, wow. I, but you know, I did, I did it because, um, because it was something that I could do something that I was, I was fairly good at and something that was needed. I was, I was serving. Um, and then when I, in my early thirties, when I transitioned out of, I, I tell people I'm a retired worship leader. So when I retired in my early thirties and transitioned into visual art, it actually started accidentally. I, I, I truly was journaling for my mental health. And I was doing a lot of art journaling because that really taps into the, the sub, subconscious and the emotional aspects. And we can talk about the difference between like art, visual journaling and verbal journaling, visual and verbal. Yeah. Can, can, can you do, can you share that difference right now? Oh, right now. Okay. Um, difference right now. So when you are doing visual journaling, art journaling, where you're using like a painting or collage, watercolor, drawing, sketching, stuff like that, it, it plays more with the subconscious below the surface aspect of what's going on in us. And it can have a very efficient, cathartic effect on us. We can very quickly get things out that may not feel as big of a release if we were to just write it out, you know, like write, type up a report about something versus ex, um, letting the experience go, releasing the experience. So visual kind of pulls, pulls things out in a, in a deep way and in an emotive way and in, an, in like a core existential sort of way, whereas verbal, is more about the reporting and the in the recounting or the processing like the conscious like higher level processing so words words are really good when we're trying to um move move to a solution like look take all the messy messy pieces and, and put it there so we're trying to think about something like we're trying to like I'm, I'll, you, do you do a video on this podcast? I'm doing my fingers kind of like a mouse yes. is playing with a little tiny kernel. Yeah. yeah. So you know, like you're just going to try to mess with something and see if you can figure it out. You know, that's mm -hmm. a different kind of journaling and verbals can be really good for that. Verbal can be really good for 
recording experiences, recording what we feel like our, is happening in our prayer life and our meditation life and what we're reading, what we're learning. It's much more of the higher level processing, whereas the visual is just the gut of it. Just mm-hmm. get it on paper. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I need both of those. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I benefit from both of those. Yeah. Do um I I uh, the the what as you s- describe that it sounds like the like the 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 verbal or or written is kind of like organizing it and and mm-hmm. kind of synth- synthesizing it and kind of yes. making making meaning and yes. and the visual is more I love that the gut of it mm-hmm. is is m- more the um like the the emotion uh mm-hmm. the experience of it mm-hmm. um do you do you recommend folks like start with the, the, the visual or is there like an order that honestly, I think it depends on the person, but mm-hmm. Savon, if they are not, if they haven't picked up a, a, a tool since a crayon, you know, if they haven't touched any visual, creative, expressive materials since they were kids, I, I mean, you might have to start with a pencil. But you might have to say, well, why don't you draw a little bit of it instead of just writing it all down? Like it can be really, really intimidating for people who have already decided that they're not visual. They're not artists. They're whatever. Yeah. However, we want to, you know, whatever language we want to use. Yeah. I, I told myself that forever. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So collage, collage can be a really safe introduction and that's exactly what happened to me. I had a, a, a wise, wise mentor say, Mandy, how about you get get yourself a book or a journal or a little something and just pick some images out of magazines or print them off of, off the internet pick some images that really feel like they mean something to you like they resonate like they match up with something happening inside of you don't ask why don't dig don't get too deep in it just do it just if it if it really hits just get it and glue it down. And that's honestly how I started. And it didn't take long before I was pulling out acrylics. I was writing down some things. A lot of my journal art is a combination of visual and verbal because I do like to include some words to kind of clarify what's going on on the page. But, um, and you know what? That was That was when the jump happened to being uh I don't a professional you know part-time professional artist in terms of like selling stuff I would put sometimes I would put one of my art journal pages on online on social media and somebody would say can I buy that I'm like it's just a page in my journal (laughs) you know but then but then it was well I'll just paint I'll paint one that looks kind of like it on a canvas and yeah you can buy that and they were like all about it so Hmm. it's sort of like the paint sort of just ran off the page onto the canvas and then we were off to the races from there wow yeah the the, um for for early on Mandy what Mm -hmm. what were some of the um the things you were working through emotionally um, mentally if, if that's okay for you oh yeah 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 yeah. let me see if I can remember um I had a lot of anxiety and I needed a healthy way to process my anxiety really calm calm the storm in my brain so using using visual art helped me get the emotion out like release the emotional aspect of it and then writing journaling like you know note taking in my journal it helped me kind of put my thoughts in order 
So I had to deal with the emotional chaos, for lack of a better way of saying it. And then I also had to deal with the thought, the thought overwhelm, you know, the, the when your brain's buzzing with, with overthinking. So journaling really helped me organize my inner life or put order. Let me say it better. Journaling helped me put order to my inner life. And, um, and from there, that was the start. That was the start of it. And I, and I had some really big pain. I want to say we, I may have been processing a miscarriage at the time. I can't remember entirely, but I, but that may have been a part of it. Um, just a lot of spiritual confusion and a lot of soul, soul wounding. And then the mental health aspect of trying to really help myself. The medication was involved also, <laughs> but journaling, mm-hmm. you know, you have to, you have to do the work. Yeah. Not just, not just let medication be a crutch, but you have to do the work. Yeah. Those types of things where you're wrestling with, with, with faith um, Mm -hmm. or where God is in what you're going through. Um, How, how how much of the journaling is like directed like towards God or, or has elements of, of your faith in it? I mean, the easy but gut level honest answer is all of it at this, especially at this, especially at this time, I, Hmm. I don't think I don't, I don't live with a philosophy that there is a separation of the sacred and the profane. I Hmm. I think it's, I think, I think we have access to God at all times and from all angles. And so, you know, if I believe that God is at work in my life and that the Holy Spirit is at work inside of me. If there's an external working and an internal working and it's all happening at the same time, then, you know, it, all I have to do is pay attention and cooperate. So in that sense, every page is a prayer. Every is an act of listening. I will say it like that. If, if we think of prayer as talking, I would not qualify all my journal pages that way. <laughs> but but if we, if we want to understand prayer, as listening and receiving, then every page in its own way is coming from a posture of prayer in my heart. And it's not, it's not like I turn the page and think deeply spiritual thoughts and like hum and meditate. And then, you know, the angels start singing and then, and then the thing happens on the page. It's not it at all. I mean, it's really just, it's really just real life. It's really just real life. Um, but I want to live, I want to orient my awareness in a way that I'm constantly asking myself the questions, what's happening in my life? How am I growing? Where is redemption? Um, where am I being challenged? What questions am I carrying? What answers have come my way? And in the world as it stands, if we don't consciously choose to pay attention to those things, we are going to miss it. So that's what my journal is. It is an act of devotion. Wow. I, I love, we're, we're, we're going to miss it unless we pay attention. Yeah. I, I love that journaling or, or even prayer as paying attention to the reality yeah. of what's going on yeah. um, uh, around us, but then inside of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Uh, I, th- I think uh, I described like watching or, uh, you know, seeing the art that you share. I think that that's what it that helps me because I'll be scrolling mm. through, through social media um, and, and, you know, sometimes like reading the comments 
and getting worked up. <laughs> and then when I come across your art, it makes me pause. Mm. And it makes me slow down. Mm. And, 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 and especially if it, it evokes emotion or sometimes you, 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 you do art for specific situations, or sometimes you, I, I notice that you'll have like a word or two sometimes. Yeah. And then I, I like meditate on that word or, or, or mm. pray. So, so you, you make me pause to pray with, mm. with, with your art. Um, but, but I, I'm going to add some of those questions. I'm going to have to like write, write them down because you shared yes. uh, some great questions there, but paying attention yeah. um, and, and, and listening. Um, so what, uh, I, I'm, I'm curious, Mandy, how, uh, um, has your art evolved or your journaling evolved, uh, at all in the last couple of years with, with the pandemic and the shutdown? <laughs> uh, I would say my art has devolved in the past couple of years. You know, I want to go back to that phrase of art being creativity, being problem solving and in my life and in the life of many, many, uh, uh, what's the word I'm getting? when people are highly creative, like when we're really like doing the thing prolific in the, in the, in the world of many prolific creatives, we are moving at a snail's pace because all of our problem solving in the past two years have been devoted to wait, what now? Wait, we're supposed to do who now? Okay. They're all coming home from school. Like really they're all coming home from school now, like tomorrow. <laughs> we can't go to church <laughs> right I mean I'm, I'm making light of it but honestly so Vaughn it's been two years of adapting and adapting and adjusting and and, and you know and that takes a lot of problem solving juice in our brains mm. and creative mm. people I don't think we have a higher degree of problem solving juice I think we just apply it to the aesthetic so we're dragging just like the rest of you. We're all dragging. And, yes. and, I, and so to say my art has devolved, it, it's the rhythm, the pace of, of painting, the pace of art making that I had pre-pandemic, it's not there at all. And, and, it, uh. and I try to get back into it and then something happens and I'm knocked back down. And so um, really my mm. journal my journal has been the thing that has kept me in the steady state of micro creativity where mm. I just am doing something in my little moleskin. I'm making a little collage or I'm making, you know, a sketch of the azaleas that are blooming in my front yard or, mm. um, mm -hmm. you know, doing some kind of found poetry or something. And that, that has been, because I, I need to honor the artist inside of me and I need to still tap into the mental health aspect of creativity of making a visual you know painting and, and drawing and I need mm. that resource for myself and for my sanity so I haven't dropped my practice completely but in terms of producing like material that would sell nah ah <laughs> yes so I I am so glad you shared that Mandy because because <laughs> uh the I'm, I'm guessing there's some musicians and um, uh, uh, artists and writers uh, listening to this was that they're like looking at their friends who are cranking out like art every day, learning mm -hmm. new languages, mm -mm. Um, you know, writing a bunch of songs. And they're like, I, 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 I am struggling to get through the day. 
Yeah. Um, and, and I'm writing, I'm writing less, I'm creating less mm -hmm. and I'm exhausted. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I got nothing. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah, that, that's so true. Um, mm -hmm. it, I, I've been, you know, be, beating myself up, up uh, about, um, you know, n not taking the next steps on the, the book I wrote five years ago. Uh, Facebook keeps reminding me. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's like, no, the, the, um, the last two years, the priority has been like, uh, taking care of my family, um, exactly. and I'm um, taking care of my, my, my patients, uh, yeah. my, my clients, um, and, and everything got harder. So I, I like, yes. Um, uh, w one of my, um, fellow coaches, she said, uh, she was talking to, to someone, uh, uh, about, uh, higher acuity with our patients, right. With, uh -huh. with, with what everybody's dealing with, what we're listening to. And she's like, and we're in the, we're suffering too. Absolutely. You know, we're, we're mm -hmm. going through this too, with our families, with our lives too. Mm -hmm. I was like, ah, yes. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and so, uh, that that's, uh, the, I, I'm kind of a fan of, of creative, of people and, and mm -hmm. artists. Right? <laughs> I, I, and, and this is something I, I tell myself that like, ah, oh, I'm like, I'm not uh, talented. I'm, I'm just like a fan of talented people. And so, uh, whether it's music, music's the main one, but, but, uh, during the last two years, it was like, uh, cooking shows, <laughs> like, like chefs I became a, 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 a fan of, of like top chef and, 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 you know shows like that and just like the creativity of of um of of uh, of chefs um culinary arts culinary arts culinary arts that's exactly yes. why yeah and uh I, people people just amaze me like mm. the talent and like you you described you know being a musician and a visual artist mm -hmm. it's like well how 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 are people good at more than one thing <laughs> Because it all comes from the same place. And once you've tapped into that source and you're, and I mean, I mean, the creative language, the expressive language, once you have grown comfortable with that, it's just about the medium. It's just about developing the skill because we already have the language and we already have the content. It's just how we, you know, we got to just say it. We got to make the thing. We got to produce it. Mm -hmm. Create. We won't say produce, say create. We have to create it. Okay. The, um, with creativity or visual arts, is this something that you're passing on to, to your family? Or, or one, of my, one of my daughters is very interested in this kind of stuff. So, you know, it's, and she's, she's at the age, they're, they're um, twins. We have 12 year old twins at, at this time where we're recording. And um, she is definitely, definitely in the creative brain and, um, random ideas and you know she loves she has new ideas called all the time and um so yes but you know I have to be careful not to overlord not to uh not you know not to not to become teacher mom and I, I I'm more like see what see what I did today or come hang out with me in the studio while I paint or do you want to use some of these supplies or you know make sure she's got other creative 
adults in her life. We can't, when they're 12, you can't get too deep in it with them. They don't want you there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So you're, you're just like making it available. uh, Absolutely. Okay. Yes. And, and trying to, when the time is right, try to instill some creative wisdom, um, but in ways that, that don't sound like I'm telling her what to do. You gotta be real sneaky. Parents have to be so sneaky. It's, it's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> the, um, uh, I, well, one thing I have to remind myself and get over myself. Well, mm-hmm. you know, my, my, our youngest, uh, you know, our, our, our two oldest are out of the house now. So I, I I've learned a few things. Um, <laughs> and, and one of those is however they receive the, the truth or, or the wisdom that they mm-hmm. need, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't have to be me that mm-hmm. delivers it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I got, I just yeah. got to get over myself. Like, Oh, yes. it'd be nice. Oh, like, you know, but just so long as I get it <laughs> somehow. So you connect yeah, them somehow. with the right people. You put them in the right place at the right time. And Oh, look, now they know something. Right. Yeah. 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 The, um, uh, uh, I want to sh- shift gears a little bit, um, mm-hmm. to, uh, if, if someone's been listening and they're wanting to, uh, uh, explore this more, whether okay. it's visual art or, or, or journaling, right. Um, for, for may, maybe they might feel stuck, um, um, uh, in, in their faith or, mm-hmm. or maybe discouraged or, or maybe deconstructing and, mm-hmm. and, and wrestling with things. Mm-hmm. W- what would you recommend for someone in that situation, Mandy? To write down their questions, start with your questions, because that's where the that's where movement happens. That's where growth happens. Growth doesn't happen in knowing. Growth happens in not knowing. So don't be don't be scared of the questions and stare them down. Stare them down until they have something to say to you. So keep track of what it is that you're wanting to understand. Keep track of what it is that you're curious about or that's confusing to you. And hmm. write down what your thoughts are about it. Write down things that you're learning about it and pay attention. If we just pay attention, it'll all unfold for us. Mm, yeah. The, uh, what, you're, what you're curious about and what you're confused about. I, I, I love that. Um, mm-hmm. When I work with folks struggling with worry or anxiety, um, they, they get overwhelmed with the, the questions. And I encourage them as much as possible to answer their unanswered questions mm-hmm. and don't just leave it unanswered but Mm -hmm. i but i think i i missed the the step before that of right actually writing them down and actually facing them yeah um and like for a lot of folks that ruminate or get stuck it's just in their head so much yes and i tell them that like journaling helps get it out and makes it it smaller Mm -hmm. but i like the, the staring back at you part because i i think that's where um, they, they can see it more clearly and, mm-hmm. and it makes it smaller. It makes mm-hmm. it not so overwhelming mm-hmm. um, uh, to, to do that. Have, have there been any um, uh, like uh, uh, journals or, or um, workshops that you've done on, like, on this practice or is this something that you've developed on, on your own? Like, have I, how have I learned like journals or workshops that I've experienced that I've been a student at in? Yeah. Hmm. 
there's not one specific guru that that I sort of sat under for five years. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think for me, Savan, I just had to pay attention to what worked for me and what felt right. Mm-hmm. Um, and take the bits and tiny, tiny bits and pieces from a dozen, two dozen teachers and see if what they have to say works for me or if there's a modified version that will work for me and and absorb it that way and then put it in practice and and one thing I love about one mindset that I have with journaling is what what might be working for me in one stretch of time like a certain prompt or a certain art style it may, that may not be what I'm going to need in six months. And so as long as I'm putting things on a page in, in, in any way, shape or form, I'm happy with it because I'm tracking, I'm tracking the, uh, the steps of God in my life. And so, however that happens, it doesn't matter. So I don't want people to feel like if they try one thing and it doesn't work, then that means that they're obviously not cut out for journaling. That may not be the case. They just might not be coming at it at the right angle. Mm. Mm-hmm. It, it it's a creative process <laughs> yes and yeah. it's a fluid process you gotta stay you gotta stay real flexible mm-hmm. okay yeah uh that that's so important right now with mm-hmm. how how everything's uh changing i mm-hmm. i i thought i thought we were through this and then and then the you know the the news of of this last month um yeah it's, yeah um it, it, it's it's the next thing um, right but there's i i i'm you know i i, I fight for a hope um mm-hmm. and 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 faith and and, and joy even mm-hmm. um uh, uh yeah even deeply feeling the 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 the, the suffering and and yeah the the pain of, of, of people um mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, uh, thank you for, for, for sharing, uh, Mandy, um, the, uh, as we wind down our time today, Mm -hmm. um, any, uh, last thoughts, um, or, um, uh, before last thoughts, what would, what would you say is kind of, um, significant about like, you know, the start of 2022 for, 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 for you personally and, and, and w- with your art or, or with your journaling? Um, I think one, one thing that I want to do this year is more deeply explore journaling as a spiritual practice and how I can help others put into words what I, what, how, I, what I think about that, what my, what my approach is in an open-handed way, but say, is it possible, you know, if God is, if God is a God of epistles or letters and poems or Psalms and history books or the old Testament and, 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 and wildly creative writers, which would be the prophets, you know, if, if we can find God in their pages, then there may be hints and bits and pieces of God that we can see in ours as well. I'm not saying my journalists should be canonized, but, hmm. but, but, it, but it might have some sacred um, knowing. It might, it might be able to help me see in, in today 
what God is doing in my life. Um, so I want to find a way to convey that to other people. That's, that's a part of this year. And I think another part of this year is hopefully <sighs> recovering from the emotional and mental exhaustion of the past few years on, on top of, on top of a global pandemic, my family has had multiple layers of heartbreak and, and difficulty in our, in our micro world and in our family, in our immediate home. And so I'm worn down on more levels than, than is obvious. And so needing time to replenish, needing time to return to visual art as something that increases my mental health capacity and really allowing for gentle recovery and not, not pushing myself um, because I cannot move as quickly. It takes me three days to work through something that years ago would have taken me three hours. Like mentally, I, my processing is much, much slower now. And I think everybody's mm. experiencing that on some level. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You're, you're, you're having to be patient with yourself. Very. And, and, and compassionate and gentle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The, earlier you said like uh prompts or or um uh mediums like might, might change um mm -hmm. and i i think w what you just described it's it's almost like journaling or art is a way of of kind of capturing the, those moments uh, like yes. those times in our lives mm -hmm. um and if and if you collect them then then you can look back mm -hmm. on like what what you've been through mm -hmm. um, absolutely and that that's that's one of the things that i regret at not um allowing giving myself permission or allowing myself to see myself as an artist because i i'm trying to be a communicator and 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 encourage people and i wish mm -hmm. i had captured more stories of when the the kids were, were babies and toddlers. Mm, um, yeah. And um, because my favorite authors are great storytellers. And I was like, <laughs> oh man, I, I wish I had like let myself into their, their cool club uh, earlier <laughs> <laughs> and, and um, you know, let myself be creative sooner. Um, mm -hmm. uh, but, 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 that, but that, that's what I want to do now is, mm. um, is it you know re re release more creativity or, or, or art and one of the ways is doing that is like hanging out with with creative people having creative friends. Yeah, osmosis <laughs> yes creative yes. osmosis <laughs> yes so I, I i've i'm i'm thankful and, and grateful mandy that that mm -hmm. we, that we uh connected on on social media like you're you're um your 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 art it uh, blesses me and and also what you share uh, about mm -hmm. about your life and and um uh you know just, just even not just the pandemic but like right. uh you you've shared some some things about um uh, uh social justice things right as right. A, a, that as a person of color like r r really um um encouraged me and 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 helped oh. helped me so i i wanted to say thank you for for that like that oh. that um that that was really uh helpful uh to me to to know that um that that yeah that you're an ally that you care 
uh, about, about um, how we're doing as a country mm -hmm. with with mm -hmm. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so thank you for that, Mandy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Oh, I, something new that I, I'm, I'm wanting to do on the podcast is ask folks like what's inspiring them or um, like what they're learning and, and what book, maybe yeah. what books um, uh, are encouraging them or, or um, inspiring them. So um, uh, is there anything lately? that's um inspiring you oh savannah i love to talk about books yes uh actually um this is not so much a creative or, or visual art inspiration but i'm mm -hmm. i'm i'm into two books right now that are really speaking into the faith amidst difficulty one is kate bowler just released a devotion called good enough and it's 40 days of, I don't have, I don't have it with me, but it's a 40 day, 40 ish day devotional. And it's just about how she's one of those Christian thought leaders. Who's going to tell the dang truth about life. She's going to talk about how hard it is and hmm. invite people into looking, looking for the beauty amidst the, the pain. Uh, so her, her writing is honest and challenging and invitational. And I love it. And then the second one, the second one I'm reading, and, and these actually work really well together, is Tish Harrison Warren. She is uh, writing, she just released a book called Prayer in the Night. And she basically has based the, the structure of the book on the compline or a, a section of the compline, which is a nighttime prayer in, in liturgy. Uh, and it's the same kind of angle of a spirituality of suffering uh and, and and telling the truth about how hard life is and telling the truth about pain and about faith amidst suffering um and it's very timely for me to be reading both of these because in our tiny little family there's there's some significant suffering right now and um and then in the in the world at large you know with everything that's happening with Ukraine and all the questions that we have about when, when, when are we in the clear with this pandemic? Um, there's just a lot of hard stuff, a lot of heavy stuff. And so reading the wisdom of both of these women and their honesty and their boldness to just tell the truth about how hard life is, but still hold faith. I mean, wow. It's, it's, it's so, it's nurturing my soul right now. Yeah. Well, gr great uh, uh, Lent season reads. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. 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 T telling the truth about suffering. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm going back to like how I respond to, to your art. Mm. It's, it's like messy and there's like no words. And sometimes there's no words for the mess in life. Exactly. So it represents mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. I, I think that's, mm -hmm. that's I, like, you know, I take breaks uh, to, on social media uh, after I've listened to, to folks talk about their pain for hours and, <laughs> and, it, and it's, and it's just like a moment of stillness to like, just sit and like, uh, like mm -hmm. the colors, you know, the colors that mm -hmm. you use and, mm -hmm. and sometimes like, like I, it's not, I'm not there, so I can't see the three dimension of it, but like, but it it's like gloppy so is that yes is that an okay a lot word? of texture yes yeah, te gloppy texture. Is great. <laughs> <laughs> right and it's just like 
I don't know. I, I but, but I, I think that's what it is. Like it, yeah. um, art art allows you to be truthful without words. Um, uh, about exactly. life, and and it's, and it's not mm -hmm. all like straight lines. No. And uh, only only robots can do that. The human hand cannot draw a straight line. So so we 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 don't even have to try. <laughs> Just go ahead and be honest about that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I I I hope uh, uh, God is is with you powerfully uh, mm -hmm. with with what you guys are going through. Um, thank you. And thank thank you for being my friend, Andy. You too, Savan. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, for for folks that would like to um, connect with you or or see more of your art, uh, where can they where can they do that? My website is mandythompson.com and my Instagram is also Mandy Thompson. My Facebook is Mandy Thompson Art. I mean, basically just Google Mandy Thompson. I'm going to come up. I'm one of about three, so you'll find me easily. And I would love if, you're, uh, if your listeners have any more questions for me about journaling, about how, um, you know, if they're, if they're practitioners, about how they can say things for beginners that's not in a way that's not intimidating or what some early first steps are. I mean, I know, you know, there's so many art journaling or art therapy resources out there that do also tap into journaling as a therapeutic resource. But if they want to talk to somebody who has years and years and years of practice and teaching, I'm not an art therapist, but I am a journal teacher and I understand the intersection of um, mental health and physical resources, visual and verbal resources to get that out there. So if they want to reach out to me, absolutely, please do. I would love, love to talk about it. Awesome. Thank you very, mm -hmm. very much, Mandy. Thank you. I've enjoyed this, Savan. I hope you enjoyed that episode and that you'll connect with Mandy to check out her art on Instagram and maybe consider journaling, adding journaling or creativity and art in some form to your self-care practice. And a quick reminder, March is National Sleep Awareness Month. And the second week of March is National Sleep Awareness Week. On my YouTube channel, I have a handful of videos that talk about the different types of sleep disorders and insomnia and a few podcast episodes about how to improve the quality of your sleep um, and also how to decide whether or not to talk to your doctor about it and ask for a sleep study to evaluate the quality of your sleep. Hope you're sleeping well. Hope you're doing well. Thanks for listening, folks. <laughs>